Yandre, Alex, what's up, man? Yes, sir. What's going on, buddy? What's good. What's good? What is going on? Are you ready for bad dad joke? Absolutely. I'm always right. ready. All right. Cool. Cool. Why did Piglet have his head in the toilet? Uh, I don't know. You're right there. Because he was looking for poo. Here we go. Season two of the Badass gross. Podcast. Yes, it is very gross. It is very gross. That's funny. Very, very gross. Thank you for listening to my bad dad jokes. Let's get into the episode, guys. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode two, season two of the the Four Dads podcast. I am one of your hosts, Vince. We got a full house. We got the whole crew here. We have Tyler, Keandre, Alex. What is up, fellas? What's going on? Not much, man. Not much at all. Still Uh, adjusting to life. (laughs) When are you ever like not, right? Bro, it's exhausting, yo. Like, it's frustrating. Right. Nah, so, it's all right. All right. Well, before we dive into it, I want uh, want everyone who's uh, listening and watching us on there, hit that subscribe button. Hit the plus button. Come on. Come listen to us. And we also hope that you write to us as well, which is at 4dadspodcast at gmail.com. We got an Instagram page. We got a Facebook page. And we're opening up a YouTube page. So, you guys... Somebody, what is up? Hit me up with a struggle of the week. What you got? Struggle of the Who's week. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? So, no, so, so, no I, I got a struggle of the week, right? So, as y'all know, I've been building in my attic, right? So, mm-hmm. so we got all the plumbing done. Everything's done. You know, flushing the toilet and shit. But, but the, the pump just keeps running. So, now I'm like, damn, I bought this like a year ago. I don't even know where the receipt is at. Like, it's all messed up. So my thing is, like, I'm going to have to buy a whole new motor for, like, $1,000. This is, this is so stupid. You know what I mean? But uh, it was weird because what ended, what ended up happening was there was two wires that was touching each other. So it runs right now. So I'm good. I'm stress-free. But it's running now. It's running properly. Nice. Nice. I, I know one of those for um... – for my, my myself when it came to a struggle was the fact that my daughter is now getting more in the rebellious mode and i think it has to do with her wanting to um have more more attention uh i feel like we probably given our son a bunch of attention because he has a bunch of milestones that he's doing right now right so he's walking he's starting to like say a few words he's starting to be more interactive he has a personality and everything like that and i don't know if it's affecting my my daughter because now she just wants to be bossy and everything she wants to do everything independently she wants to take away stuff from her little brother she wants to just you know catch an attitude for with me for no reason now she's playing favorites with the parents and it's kind of just and now 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 we're getting pissed off a little bit so it's kind of like uh, the intentional crying just so you can get the other parent in to switch out stuff like that and yo toddlers don't they're they're that's crazy it, for real for real I, i'm dead serious and it's it's to the point where 
you know, I see it coming. Like she's crying. She's turning around, looking at the door, waiting for mom to come in. I was like, yo, nope. And it happening. So when mom come in, she was like, nah, we got to, um, she's doing this. She's doing that. And she's doing this and we're not negotiating. And it's the same with her. If she was to say it to me, and you're like, well, those are rules, but we're, we're having a tough time adjusting with that, but you see how it goes. By you, Tyler. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a real struggle, Vince. And I think what you uh, you picked on a really good point there. I think you and Erica being on the same page is definitely what's gonna help that out. Um, so clap, clapping in for you on that one. That's a hard one, bro. Um, clap, clap. Mine is clap. right. Yeah, mine <laughs> is a little uh, deeper. I guess uh, I'm just looking for suggestions. Um, my struggle of the week is that my doctor, my pediatrician, uh, called and. Uh, mentioned that <clears throat> after my son's uh, one-year appointment that uh, he has uh, a very small amount or trace of lead in his blood, right? And so um, it's within, like, it's a very small amount. It's not anywhere near the, you know, the outside safe zone of what that is. Uh, but it leads me to believe that because the home that I bought uh, being that it's made before 1970, um, has some like lead dust or particles of lead somewhere in the house. So now the struggle of the week for us is that uh, we have to try to find a, you know, find and determine you know, where that source could be and you know try to eliminate it. So it's not like a finite thing where we know what the problem is. It's like now we just got to search and search and search and search and search and search and then wait for the next uh, blood report to come back and show that there is no lead and then we can say that we're good. So it's like, I don't even know what to do. <laughs> so that's, I'm just cleaning yeah, that's, that's, that's interesting. That's interesting that you say that just because like, how do you handle that? And, you know, is it something that like kind of just, you're saying it passes through eventually at a time if there's no lead in detection or, or what? Yeah. I, it's a first for me. That's why I'm putting it in, you know, in the four dads group, you know, and any of the listeners that are that are listening, you got any notes or any tips for a similar situation, please let me know. But I think at this point, it's just uh, what my pediatrician said was, you know, just try to clean uh, corners, cracks, crevices as much as possible because there's a such thing like lead dust, you know, and uh, try to get rid of uh, as much of that as possible. So, uh that is my struggle of the week. Uh, I'm looking for help. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that. I mean, you guys, please, please write in and help us out because we don't know what the hell we're doing half the time. So, Candor, <laughs> <laughs> Ke- you guys like <laughs> Um Honestly, it's uh, I never have a struggle of the week because sometimes stuff is drags on. You know, um, I think as your kids get older, the struggles don't become week to week. You know, because, you know, when they're little, they change so much like, oh, they like this. They like this or they're like this. You know, they cry when this happens or they won't cry or something like that. But like now that my boys are in school. Right. Like. They like have a hard time sometimes with homework. And honestly, my struggle is maybe their struggle. I don't really know how to do their homework now. Like they do all types of stuff. I was like, I didn't do this when I was seven. Like they, they like pushing like school like real early on them, you know, like certain math. I'm like, and then the day after, and then I have one who's like not very good at in school, you know. So it, the struggle really is about how to 
get his confidence up so he can like think that he knows the answer to these problems. Right. Right. So it's the struggle is like homework, honestly, doing homework with your kids, because one, you might have a hard time and they might have a hard time. You know, it's it's trying to figure out what the I'm like half of the time I try to figure out if I was the teacher, what would I be trying to do? Right. right. <laughs> and sometimes they send it home. They send home these like these like two, three page packets. And it's like a bunch of stuff that I was like, I don't even remember doing this at all. Hey, you know what I think they need to do? They need to release some type of parent packet edition that you get all the answers to via email or something like yeah. that for the curriculum of the year. So you can look at that homework assignment and be like, yo, all right, I know what the hell I'm doing. Because you may get to a point where you, you get to school, you're like, oh, I don't know this shit. Kind of like with you. All right. Now it comes to a point where everyone's probably like every dad, every parent or something like that is going to hit to a point where it's just like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about right now. <laughs> so good luck, son. <laughs> you know, you don't want to, you want to do that to your kid, you know? So and then I text back and forth with the teacher too, like on this app that the, the um, all the parents are on. So now we're like, I send her pictures of the homework and then I'm trying to do it with my son. And then he's telling me, well, that's not how the teacher did it. I'm like, well, I'm not the teacher. I don't know what you want me to do. Like, <laughs> so I have to like text the teacher and like, it's a lot. And honestly, I talk to a lot of people about it too. Cause I'm like, I can't be the only one over here confused at home trying to help my son with his homework. And the teachers are like, or the, some of the parents say the same thing. It's you. like, they don't always, it, it's so simple that you forget how to do like the simple stuff. Hmm. And then they do it differently in school. Well, I'll pray for you, boy. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Again, you guys write in. Let us know, please. We're just four dads trying to make it in life. Yo, get on get on chat GPT. Throw them, throw <laughs> there you go. There, there you go. You guys. Got you. <laughs> if you haven't heard about chat GPT, Google it. <laughs> Pretty soon, get on it. After get on it, you'll know. <laughs> All right. All right. And for that, we are going to move on to our second and our new topic section, which is this or that. And for those who haven't checked in our first one, it is another version of Would You Rather. So, first up, we are banging these out in order. You guys ready? Ready to go? Absolutely. Right. Let's get it. All right. All right. Keandre, you coming first? Rapid fire. Are you ready? Right, let's go. All right. All right. Would you rather get hunted down by Hulk or Wolverine? Wolverine. <laughs> Why? Because I'd rather just um Wolverine just stab me, you know, stab me, stab me, whatever. <laughs> and end it real quick. Wolverine might I mean, I'm not getting punched by Hulk. <laughs> That's it. I'd rather get stabbed by Wolverine than punched by Hulk. All right. All right. All right. Alex. Even though I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Alex, coming to you. Would you rather fight a hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? <laughs> I guess, I guess, a horse-sized duck. Why? Yep. Why? I don't know. They got two legs. I'll kick one. They'll triple fall. I'll just run. I don't know, <laughs> bro. I don't know. Maybe be slower. I don't know. No, that's a lot of fighting. I mean, that's a one rather than a hundred. 
Can you imagine what like a hundred little horses is like kicking you in the shin or some shit like that? Shit probably hurt. Yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, Tyler, coming to you. Would you rather sleep naked in a sewer or lie in a tub of vomit? Mm. <laughs> I had an answer for the other two. This is bullshit, Vince. Uh, <laughs> I know that's why I'm um, Sleep naked in a sewer, I guess, because uh, I can, you know, find dry spots and you know spots that look like they're okay but no. just like laying in it that's just that's disgusting that's absolutely gross that smell alone would fart. i'm a sympathetic vomiter too so that that would make me vomit just looking at the vomit so i'd have to keep my eyes closed. <laughs> all right all right we'll get off of uh nasty topics keandre coming back to you got one more everyone got one more it's talking about more uh, of a dad perspective. Kandri, would you rather babysit for a child who won't stop screaming or a child who won't stop breaking things? Oh, no. I'd rather just stop screaming because breaking things is going to piss me off. <laughs> for real. <laughs> like, hey, you walk around. Put on headphone. Good. I'm like, go ahead and stop screaming. Like, I, uh, there was times where my son wouldn't stop screaming. And I'm just like, you know, you don't have to scream. <laughs> but I'm like, like you know, I think I was talking to Alex about it the other day. Um, if you're not hungry, right, you're not tired, right, you're not like dirty, like dirty diaper or something, mm-hmm. right. And if I'm still picking you up and I'm holding you and you sitting here still screaming, I'm like, well, all right, you're gonna have to scream then, because if you're fine, right, like, what do you, what do you, what else you want me to do? I got you. <laughs> oh, got you, <laughs> Alex. Coming back to you. Would you rather have a kid with an odd smile or an odd laugh? I'll go with the odd laugh. <laughs> I'll go with the odd laugh. I don't yeah. know because I find everything funny. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know, bro. I mean, a smile is everything. You know what I'm saying? A smile, good smile, could, could brighten up a room. There you go. So, yeah, at least he's laughing. At there least you go. know what I'm saying? That's right. True. That's true. <laughs> Tyler, come to you. Last one. Would you rather your child be lucky or talented? Uh, talented. Yeah. Uh, I, easily. I can, yeah. I can draw talent. You can foster talent. You can teach after talent. Uh, luck is like so hit or miss. Like maybe I'm going to make the shot this time or maybe I'm going to throw this shit over the backboard. Mm-hmm. I'm with that. I feel you. <clears throat> All right. That's our topic, gentlemen. That is our topic. So now we are going to be moving over into the main topic. That is dad's families playing second fiddle. All right. Many times dad feel that their their life revolves around their spouse and their children, as they should. With that, they often find themselves being with the wife's family as opposed to their own. So the question I propose to the group. Do you feel that as a dad, your side of the family is sometimes put on the back burner and sometimes plays second fiddle? Why is this the case from your experience? And do you think there is a way to change this? I'll open it up to you guys. So here's the thing. So I feel like I try to spread the love between both sides of the family, right? But my wife's side of the family, like her parents live maybe about a quarter mile away from us from us they were tired so they're with the kids a lot more in nature because they watch the two little ones while my other one goes to school um 
So as far as, you know, being second and stuff like that, I I, I feel like as far as our family, we're, we're pretty, pretty even, but by nature because of her parents being retired and being able to help us with our children, uh, which we're blessed about. Um, I don't know. I, mean, right. we, I said we try to do it evenly, but by na- nature, you know. Yeah, myself. What I, what I think about, um, I think about planning, right? And I, I bring it back to the most simplistic level. And my wife's the planner in the house. I'll be the first to admit that. So when it comes to the planning, um, with that, uh, there may be times that doesn't fully suit my family. As in like they can't come at that time or they can't do something in a certain time or it just doesn't fit our schedule. And and therefore, it it may put things in the back burner a little bit. And um, the the flip side of that, too, is that on her side of the family is multiple people who are retired, whereas mine isn't. So then they have that open time to come engage and hang out with them or my family just does not have the time to do that. So it's a very finite like way of doing this, but I also feel like I also can be the one to initiate that with my family as well going forward. So if I feel strongly about something, I have to be the voice of that reasoning and, and say, no, we need to do something here. We should do this. We should do that. Uh, so that's, that's an initial you know thought that I have from there. Uh, you, you, you and Alex both, uh, pick on, you know, great points, but I think it's also, uh, has a little bit to do with circumstance, uh, in your environment. Um, I think with the birth and the process that <clears throat> takes place <clears throat> in the, uh, fourth trimester or, you know, post, uh, birth, I think everybody is so concerned with, um, the mother and the mother's health and uh, all of the things that go along with that because they're the person who birthed the child, you know, that initially on the precedence is already set where it's like everybody kind of take care of this person, which is the mom's family. The mom's family is usually pretty involved because they want to make sure that their child is okay. Um, And everybody else is kind of just like understanding, like, you know, like we know we all love you and we're there and we support you, but as it stands right now, it's like those people get like the first sense of like, I got to be there and I got to be around. And so then I think what we end up doing as fathers is that we just set that precedence like, well, these people were around initially to help. So these are the people that I'm just going to use over and over again, um, Mm -hmm. because by, you know, nature, they've developed those relationships. Um, But, uh, you know, to my specific situation, uh, and I don't know if anybody actually like it's true on my side It's absolutely true. The 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 message that you are um, delivering for this this topic is true. Uh, my family definitely is more, um, you know, based with my wife's side of the family. And that's for me specifically just because of geography. Uh, right. My family is located in the northeast uh, mm-hmm. in the West Coast. And so uh, it just doesn't make sense for you know, them to be the prime, you know, family that's visited, you know, it's just by design, I guess. Um, but, but I could also enhance that, like you said, Vince, and, and increase that to make it more 50, 50. Um, the problem is, do I have the energy right now to do that? Uh, not, 
not with two young kids. But I think eventually we can, you know, the needle can shift a little bit back to the middle. <clears throat> yeah, that's how I feel when it comes to like, you know, dads. I feel like we're just, a lot of us are so relaxed. They were kind of just like, fuck it. I don't care. We're, we're all right. You know, <laughs> and, and exactly you're just like, that is a true oh, statement yeah as, lo- as long as my kids are all right and the family's okay and the wife's okay yeah fuck it whatever <laughs> you know but but 100. you know we we also should should think about the the flip side of that of tyler which you had mentioned in the first episode or stuff like that and we when we speak about interracial relationships of having both viewpoints in both sides of the families right so it can be some some instances where my daughter may go to like my sister's house or something like that and feel uncomfortable being there because of the rash and the way that my family acts. And it's not wrong. It's not wrong on her part. It's not wrong on my sister's part or everything. It's just how we grew up and she just hasn't been exposed to it that much. And the more they get exposed to it, the more comfortable they feel, you know, it should be on vice versa on both sides, but yeah, it's, it's a growing process for sure for parents, but you know, there's a time to say screw it, and there's a time to say, "All right, let's let's get them together and stuff like that." And also life, oh for sure, yeah. But right? a healthier relationship, you better pick your battles because I don't even know if that's a battle I'm trying to pick early on. You know, Shit, let me tell you, coming to you, Keandre. You got anything? Um, it's harder for me because I'm away from my whole family. You know, everybody's on the on the East Coast, so. Um, there's really not a chance of it being like one or the other. It's just one, you know, and until I take them over, but right. the relationship, you know, between both, between either side is, um, it's like because of geography, you know, I'm on the mm-hmm. West coast, they're on the East coast. All right. But I do have a comment though. I was thinking about what you were saying when you said, um, interracial, because, you know, um, we get like, oh, whatever, you know, like, you know how we were just saying? Yeah. But when you think about it and you think about two different cultures, right? Like what happens like when they grow up and, you know, like, for instance, my kids should consider themselves black, but half of them is only black. Right. All right. But I would hate for them to consider themselves black and then get around black people as like adults or whatever age and not really feel comfortable and then you know you never know like they could get teased they can get something for like not knowing culture right right because it's just how people are you know especially growing up you know if if you're calling yourself one thing know about it right so but if you never take your kids or you never show them or you never like introduce them to the other side of their culture especially when they're interracial then they're gonna like be uh, ignorant about certain things and certain situations. Right. And I think you kind of set your kid up for failure that way, you know, but that's just a comment, you know, we didn't really, it wasn't really the topic, but. Yeah, no, no, it, it bleeds into it as well. And I, I know that you and you and Tyler being, you know, placed in different locations with your families in different locations, it is tougher and everything, but it's probably so much easier for you guys to, Say fuck it. Yeah, it <laughs> is know? easy because they don't have much of a choice. <laughs> right, right, right. But then it's also putting on the pressure on you to take the initiative to say, "Hey, no, I want to go see my family." Right? 
Because it's so easy yeah. to get caught up in the day-to-day stuff that you're doing that you can kind of forget about it. Not intentionally. It's just unintentionally that it just happens, right? So, but no. In today's world, though, you know, we've got uh, so much uh, diverse technology that kind of helps with this. Uh, so um, I'm FaceTiming like weekly with family, you know, so that yeah, uh, not for nothing, my kids can at least know who they are when they see them. And it's not like, who the hell are you? Like, you know, because kids are really standoffish. If they don't know who you are, they're not even going to, they're not even going to approach you. You know, oh, for but I've got. Sure. For sure. They'll okay. give you that crooked look too. Sorry to cut you off. <laughs> no, you're good. That's absolutely <laughs> true. I just got to It's like everybody's got nicknames. They know who they're talking to and they can request who they want to speak to and request who they don't want to speak to. So it's like, while um, the relationship is harder, it's kind of enabled us more to, um, to ease that a little bit. Definitely not, not uh, the same, but a little better, you know? I hear you. I hear you. Is it like a right? What do we take count of everybody? And everybody in this chat, does everybody feel like it's the wife's side uh, is more prominent than than the dad's side? Did you guys say that? I know I'll it is. Oh, that. yeah. Yeah, me personally, yeah. yeah. I would agree is. with it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, and you know what? I mean, it's not a detriment. That's okay. That's okay. It's just that we just have to, you know, acknowledge it. And, you know, if you want to get more involved with the family, you know, take the initiative with it. So. I mean, that could also be how I feel about my wife's family. You know, what if they're just fucking awesome? Right. I just want my kids to be around them. Exactly. Exactly. That is true. That is. All right, man. That, that's our uh, that's our main topic. Um, you know, to conclude, if you want to take the initiative, take the initiative. If not, fuck it. <laughs> that's it. So yeah, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. There you go. There you go. And for that, we need to take it to the quote of the episode. Who wants to fire that off? Who has it? So with the uh, quote of the day, we have as a father, a father is someone you look up to no matter how tall you grow. Hey. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I'm pretty short. So, you know. Who made that? Kevin Hart? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Hart. <laughs> <Mikey Bowles. laughs> That's good. That's good. No, I disagree with tall people, man. I disagree. <laughs> well, hey, thank you, audience. Thank you for jumping yes, in. Thank you for everyone. Hit that subscribe button. Come check us out. We will see you in number three later. Absolutely. Peace. Peace.